Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Bate with the Chris and Sandy Show, where we get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I say on every episode, we got a great show for you. We got Holiday State coming on. They've done some great things out there and they're doing some great things. And we're excited to talk about a little bit about their story and some music. So how are y'all doing today? Doing well, man. Doing Thanks for having us. You know, we appreciate y'all coming on. <clears throat> appreciate everybody that comes on. Um, now, I always like to start the show out the same way because we're in a weird year, as we as we were discussing before the show started. But how has COVID affected y'all, and what are you doing to kind of maneuver through that? I would just yeah. say obviously, it's enabling <laughs> us to, uh, to be uh, in the house a little bit more and stuff. But uh, it's also a good thing because it's allowing us to write and uh, record new music and, and do all that good stuff. Um, you normally want to have all this time in the world to do all that, so it's been okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, we've we've done a lot of demos, um, we've done a lot of writing, um, so so that's helped out a lot. We've we've gotten to see more of our family, so um, not constantly you know on the road or whatever. So that's helped out in that way. Um, other than that, we just you know kind of been hanging out because Bry's Bry's up in Idaho actually. And me, me and Brett are in uh, Southern California. So, oh wow, uh, yeah. So a lot of writing sessions like this. <laughs> Zoom has been everyone's friend. <laughs> <laughs> and for us, Streamyard. Our yeah, Streamyard. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It uh, it really just allowed us to reset. You know, long story <laughs> short, I mean, we're all kind of going through the same stuff right now. So. Yeah. For us to really to really hone in on on what we want to do, how we want to create our music going forward, and um, you know, really, really, really get down to the grit and write and stuff. But mm -hmm. uh, it's it's allowed us to really just to, to kind of sit back, enjoy family. Um, you know, puts life in perspective a little bit differently. You know, going through this, and I think we've all uh, taken a lot of things for granted. So, um, you know, it's been good. You know, on the music front, we got a lot of new stuff. We're, we're going to be coming out soon. Um, and recording some stuff uh, next week out in Nashville. But um, for right now, it's just uh, allowed us to really kind of hone in on each other and, and really craft our music the way we, we want to do it going forward for 2021. You know, for us, it's actually catapulted the show a little bit <clears throat> because, you know, January is when we launched this show. And our original plan was to interview 100 people first year. We thought if we could do that, we'd be ahead of most hosts because I don't know too many hosts that can say that when they launched a show from scratch, they did a hundred interviews our first year. And right, then COVID, right. <laughs> you know, then COVID happens. And I told Sandy, I was like, oh, this could be um, a silver lining for us. This could be yeah. our year to shine. And because of that, we are now over 270 shows. Oh, wow. Dang. Congrats, man. <laughs> so now the goal is 300, which I think will hit 300 around beginning of December. That's great. That's awesome. <laughs> So before we dig into your story a little bit, tell us a little bit about the hobbies y'all like. Because and I'm sure y'all found more now since the shutdown. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, for me, you know, we like we like taking out the boat. You know, I do. Uh, I like to kind of sketch and stuff. Um. You know, Bry's got off road. He's got an off road company that he does. I know mm -hmm. you could explain a little bit more about that, Bry. Yeah, I just got all the the razor dune buggies, all that fun stuff. So we uh, 
take those out in the trails, kind of being up here with the mountains close to us and everything. It's kind of fun to go off-roading and gotten into the whole snowmobiling and, and uh, all that fun stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. Snowboarding is a big thing for me. So I like to get up in the snow in the mountains, do my thing. Uh, hit the lake days when it's actually warm here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got the we got the beauty of living in, in Southern California. So lockdown for us at, at times is meant driving to the beach and, and, and walking around down there and just enjoying the water and kind of just, you know, getting away from all the chaos going on. So anything outdoors, trails, hiking, um, you know, working out, obviously music and stuff like that. I like to DJ and do stuff like that on the side. So, um, but a lot of it kind of turns back to music and sports for me. Getting better on the guitar little by little. For <laughs> me. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of people would ask, when did you know you wanted to do music? But I always like to go a little deeper than that. When did it click? What was that moment that where you thought this could be a, a career? For me, it was around eighth, ninth grade is when I really started, you know, learning that I had a voice and I could actually, you know, sing and uh, keep a melody and harmonize <laughs> and stuff like that. So around that time and i was like oh, wow. okay i got i got to do this for a career and that's ever since then that's what i wanted to do so for me wow. it was like eighth ninth grade yeah i think it, i think it was a little bit earlier on for brandon when he started singing and doing doing his thing at a younger age uh for me it was more so i got my first guitar that i always wanted and i think i finally got it when i was like 13 for christmas and just kind of started playing that and had little bands with my friends on the on on the street in our neighborhood and then <laughs> Um, and then I think we we kind of put a little band together with the three of us, and Brett was on the drum, Brandon was lead vocals, I was backup vocals, and I played guitar, and then we had like three, three other guys. And once we started just like playing in the garage, we it was like our first time that we were playing in the garage together. And I think we just came up with like a random song, and right there, like our dad came out and was like, what, what was that? Like, I don't even know. Like we just came up with something it sounded pretty good so it just kind of progressed more and more along the way from there yeah that was uh i was more of the late bloomer you know <laughs> like brian said i uh you know played the drums and stuff like that but music's always been in my soul i always just like dancing and stuff never really was doing a, a bunch of singing here and there but once we started that band and started doing shows and you know, seeing the reaction of all the different fans and stuff and how many people come out and watch you guys, you know, watch us at the House of Blues or wherever we're performing was, you know, that was a feeling you don't really get doing anything else. So um, from that point on, and obviously some band members falling in and out, it kind of came to perspective with mom just saying, the only way this will ever work is if the three of you do it together. You can rely on each other. You can trust each other. Uh, you guys will be fully committed from there. So we kind of just took the reins and and ran with it at that point it's been it's been smooth selling since oh wow <clears throat> now as as y'all know a lot of people they see the glory of like a blake shelton of a carry of a miranda but they don't see the grind the sacrifice the tears the struggles that it takes not just to get to the blake level but even a career level with music and i always want to talk about that because i think that not enough people talk about it. You know, I don't hear nobody talk about this side of it, really. So I was like, you know what? We're going to talk about that side of it. And I'm going to tell a quick story that will help guide us where I want this to go. <clears throat> Back in 2014, we interviewed Allison Steele from Two Steel Girls. And at that time, they were full-time in music. 
And I remember asking Allison what advice she'd given up becoming artist. And I'll never forget what she said. She said, this is going to sound funny coming from someone full time. But if your heart will allow you to do anything outside, of, if you can see yourself doing something else, then go do that and just keep music as a hobby. She goes, yeah. because the moment that you want it to be a career, everybody kind of owns a piece of you. Your friends and relatives never understand because they invite <laughs> you to weddings, to cookouts, to <laughs> weekends, to holidays. But when you're at the beginning of your career, you're grinding it out. You can't say no to gigs. And you definitely can't be the artist that cancels gigs because all the people that are depending on it once you book it. So they don't understand that because they're nine to five and you're 24 seven. There is no turning off when it comes to creativity. Right. And then on top of that, your family has to sacrifice. She went on to say that they have to let you go. You know, they, they have to be OK with not seeing you as much because you're on the road a lot. Then on top of that, she goes, if that wasn't enough, then there's days where you just don't feel good, but you got to suck it up and get on that stage anyway. It doesn't matter. But then she added, but if your heart will not allow you to do anything outside of you, if you can't see yourself doing something else, then go all in because that's the only way that those kind of sacrifices could ever be worth it. What do you think of what she said? And let's talk about that side of it. I agree with I agree with everything she said. Yeah. If, if your heart isn't fully in it and you're not fully committed to doing this for a career and you have a plan B, then I would say just go do your plan B because this has to be something that you're doing every day, all day, putting blood, sweat, and tears into it. There is no plan B for you. For, uh, for us, this is something that we've, we've always wanted to do. And so, yeah, I can uh, completely agree with her, with everything she said. Yeah, same here. I would just say, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things where your friends and family are always going to, you know, some of them, you know, most of them will support you. Um, but a lot of them are like, when are you going to go get a real job? <laughs> what is this whole music thing about? This little hobby that you're doing, all that stuff. And, and honestly, it's, you know, once you get deep into it, and you're putting so much work and effort into into it on a daily basis from emails and acoustic gigs and then flying all over doing this that show here show there and the social media side of it like coming up with demos left and right and recording process the money side of it like it's one <laughs> at the same time but it's, it's fun and when you start to make it a career it's one of the things where you just kind of keep on going and going like we've been on tour before and we felt horrible before a show a couple hours before we got sick me and, me and brandon were both like super sick and i was just like wow. you know, I'm, this. I'm like I'm, I'm not even dressing up for this one i'm just putting on like my hoodie i feel terrible right now but we still got on stage and we did it and mm -hmm. nobody knows you know but, but yeah. so it's kind of one of those things where you just keep on going and keep on pushing and keep doing your thing and it doesn't really matter what anybody else says you know you just kind of do your own your own thing so yeah that's it it's a complete grind and you know like they just said and, and it's a lot of sacrifice not only from our end but from a lot of our family and people that support us mm -hmm. um you know but it's a, it's a testament to you know having strong people around you um because when you go through the, the tough times it's you know sometimes i mean we're all human so it's, at times it, you feel defeated you show up to shows and you're performing for 10 people and then you show up for shows and you're performing for two thousand people so mm -hmm. You got to have that same energy, whether you're performing for a couple or, 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 or a big amount. So, yeah, um, 
it, it's hard. So sometimes we, you know, we look at each other like, man, there's only like 50 people here. But we got <laughs> we got to just create our energy and, and put on a good show because you never know who's going to be there. And then yep. a lot of times that energy is fed from the crowd. If we, we look out and there's, all right, sold out. There's 5,000 people here. It's Then it makes it easy going out there and doing it. But it's all the behind the scenes, the back end stuff that a, a lot of people don't understand um you know the grind that comes with it as it being a, a full-time job people have their nine to fives it's it's that and more um because the switch really never turns off so um, it's really just having good people around you to keep you strong and, and keep your your head moving in the right direction where you, you ultimately want to go and the yeah and thankfully on, we have supportive parents that allow us to do that's you know, awesome do, so and to piggyback on what you said brandon um Earlier, when we was on the phone, when we was on the um, call with Lee Bryce, we talked about the Plan B thing. He said he says he's never had a Plan B. He says he he said it was this or nothing. And and, exactly. and we talked about this because I remember when you watch a lot of interviews with the big artists, mm-hmm. and the hosts are always taken aback on this because the hosts always have one question to every big artist that's the same. They always ask, "What would you be doing if music didn't work?" And 90% of the time, the answer is always the same. I would be a broke musician because I had no plan B. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even want to think about it. But, you know, you're right. Your plan B, you know, what people don't realize who are not in the music industry or in the acting industry um, or in the athletic industry, because it works there, too, that when you have a plan B, when tough times come, and I don't care if you're a singer, if you're an actor, if you're trying to make it into professional football, you're going to have moments where you question everything. You're going to have struggles. You're going to have rough times. Right. And if you have a plan B, during those rough times, your plan B will become plan A. Exactly. For you'll, sure. get, you'll, get stuck, you'll get stuck there somehow, and then you'll just continue doing that. And then, you know, 10 years down the road, you're like, <laughs> now that we talked about the struggle sacrifice side let's talk about the other side the glory side tell us some moments a couple moments where you're like wow we got to do that um i think i think our first tour um we actually went on tour with uh, an artist his name's sammy adams we went uh back in 2017 oh wow and i think one of the coolest moments, it was the first, we pulled up, we were actually in Georgia, and mm-hmm. we pulled up to the Georgia Theater, and that was the first time we saw Holiday State on the marquee, and so that was like a really cool moment, and then just like the energy that we were getting from the fans on that tour and some of the shows were just incredible, like we couldn't even get off the stage because, you know, a lot of the fans, they were like, let's get pictures, can you sign this? Um, asking us questions and everything, and like security would come up and be like, "All right, you guys, you guys got to get off the stage because we we got to get the main act on here." Like, like we're behind <laughs> like 15 minutes. So just those moments like that, and just seeing like the reaction of the fans, and you know when they're singing along and just up there getting to do what we've dreamed about doing and what we'd love to do is probably it's, it's such a blessing for us in those moments. I feel like. Yeah, it was kind of the same experience when we had um, when we were on our high school tour that we did as well. It was one of those things where once we got off the stage, it was like another half an hour or so of people wanting us to sign 
their guitars that they brought to school with them and we're over there signing guitars and signing people's arms and their neck and their their, their their cell phone cases and everything. I'm like, this is crazy. This is actually happening. You know, and you just get get bombarded with it. But it's one of those feelings that, you know, it's just, it's awesome to experience. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And the other cool part when you got a lot of like, for instance, when our, our music video Friday feeling was, was premiered by CMT uh, oh, wow. And obviously, you know, we're sharing a lot of that stuff. You get a lot of a lot of friends, a lot of people that you haven't talked to in a while. Mm-hmm. That probably thought you were crazy going down this route. Um, <laughs> and they see like, what the heck? Like CMT is premiering <laughs> your guys' music video? Like, wait, what, what is going on here? Now they start paying attention a little bit more. Um, so it's it's small wins like that. We 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 sell we sell celebrate them. They're they're big to us, and they'll continue to grow from there. But it's cool to get the reaction of, of people and, you know, people that have doubted you in a sense and, and thought you were crazy going down the music road um, to see if that was something that you could actually achieve and to see us <laughs> getting those, those check boxes um, for big things like that. It's, you know, it's, it's starting to come to face and, and people start to realize like, wow, maybe if you do put your mind to it and, and really just stick to your plan A, it's possible. So it's cool yeah. to get that, that feeling. And, you know, um, the crazy thing too about all this we're kind of in the same position as y'all with just different platform you know we're trying to be yeah. like a bobby bones and a tie yeah, yeah. and, and all that so we've got the doubters too so i remember when we launched the show i we have had so many people say you know it's not like y'all ever going to get big you know nothing's going to really happen and this it's funny people who know us in savannah that's how they feel People that yeah, know us yeah. in Nashville, they're like, keep going, keep going. Right, and yeah. they just don't know what, what's happening behind the scenes. And now all of a sudden, we're starting to get some bigger people on the show. Contraction, and I've got yeah. people private messaging me, <laughs> how are y'all doing this in this in in like eleven in less than eleven months? And I'm sitting there like, it's gotta be God, because I don't know. I just know that we just keep on and keep on and keep on. And then, right. you know, we're going to hit 300 interviews this year and we just keep doing what we do. And I keep having conversations and we keep growing. It's just, it's just That's good, grind, man. man. You just continue to work hard and, you know, things happen. So, <clears throat> And, you know, as you know, a lot of people, they see the artists, but they don't see the PR people, the producers, the managers, the team behind the uh, um, group. Um, and I don't think they get enough love. So on our show, they get love. So if you want to take a couple minutes and just kind of talk about the team that helps you be who you are, that would be awesome. Well, that's what we try to, like anything we do, like when we do like social media posts or when we're releasing a new song, video, whatever it is, that's why we always try to give them credit because they're like, they're a huge part of it as well. So mm-hmm. that's why we're always tagging our producers and PR team and, and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, definitely shout out to uh, Andy and Melissa Sheridan. They've done yeah, Tyler Kane, our other producer. Um, <laughs> definitely shout out to Atkins Publicity. Um, yeah, they're awesome. Yeah. 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 And uh, Straight Aid Entertainment, uh, digitally sound recordings with uh, – Lee and Rudy, those guys are our distribution guys, so shout out to them. And we don't have management right now, so we we do that. We're independent as far as that goes. Um, But, yeah, it it just with the team, you can do so much more. Those people that have those connections and know, 
you know, how it works in, in the background and stuff that the artists and people on the outside don't necessarily know how that all works. So yeah. uh, we're definitely thankful to have them. And um, like with the release of our, our single on uh, last Friday, like it's just, it was a crazy week. It was a lot of fun and we just got, we got good support. And, so tell us about the single. Oh man, where I want to be. Um, we kind of wrote that right before the pandemic and it was just, it's just about, you know, people, the place doesn't make the people, the people make the place. <laughs> and so we wrote that as a homage to like the people we care about and who we love. Um, and kind of just being in, in the present and being in that moment and enjoying the people who you're next, uh, anywhere next to you is where I want to be. So, um, <laughs> just enjoying that and just a reminder, you know, not to take things for granted. And when the yeah. pandemic hit, it kind of took on a whole new meaning. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's been the single is it's awesome. We shot a music music video for it up in the San Bernardino Mountains and had some friends up there. And it was just it was it was great having good people around you to uh, to do that. So we're excited about it. <clears throat> and you know, speaking of team, we kind of have a third co-host, which of course Sandy's with our little twenty month old, so she couldn't be here right now. All right. But we have a third co-host, our little eight year old, that we bring on to ask one question. So hopefully, all right. Hopefully she's listening to tell him to come on in. Um, um, but um, and we in our 20 month old, she don't know it yet. But when she gets a little older, we'll be plugging her in a show because we are a family affair show. Right. Okay. Sure. Cool. So two, two, two girls. Well, no, boy and a girl. He's eight years oh, old. Boy and a girl. OK. Is he there? Uh, she had to go outside to get him. <laughs> <laughs> Because, uh, you know, he loves to play outside while we're doing all this. And, you know, the good so, um, <laughs> yeah, he definitely, you know, and he loves to do this part, you know, and because we always thought, you know, if we're going to do this podcast, we're going to do it with the family. Yeah. Uh, of course. Okay. <laughs> Hi, guys. All right. What's, What's up, buddy? buddy? What's your favorite food? Oh, I like that one. <laughs> over here. I know what Brandon's um, gonna say already. I gotta say, uh, Mexican food, tacos, enchiladas, mm -hmm. burritos, all that. Uh, I could eat that every day, man. I always Super love chicken. Breast. Anything with chicken, I feel like chicken fingers, chicken sandwich, chicken breast. But I also love Mexican food at the same time. You can't go wrong with Mexican food. Yep. Yeah, I, I eat pretty healthy, so my favorite is always probably going to be uh, like pesto, pesto salmon, <laughs> uh, something like that. But I do love the snack, so when I get the chance, I love goldfish or like hot chocolate chip cookies. Um, Cheeses. But yeah, a little bit of both. <laughs> what about you? What's your favorite food, buddy? Pizza. Oh, Pizza. there you go. What kind? A pepperoni. There you go. Nice. What's funny What's is sometimes to answer pepperoni and sometimes pepperoni and sausage, I guess, depending on the mood. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> What's your name, bud? Christopher. Nice to meet you, Christopher. <laughs> nice to meet you, too. All right. <laughs> Bye, thanks. All right. <laughs> is, yeah. that a, is that his universal question or does he change it up? That's his universal question. Well, it's funny. When we have people that come back, we have him ask, um, what's your favorite restaurant? Oh, okay. 
<laughs> try to keep it on that, you know. But eventually, we'll grow him into asking multiple questions, you know, depending right. on the artist. But right, right now, sure. we're like, you know, we're live, and we're like, keep um, it we'll just keep it uniform. <laughs> yeah. <Right laughs> so, <on>. if y'all could co-write with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be, and what would you want to write about? Oh, let's see. I always say I feel like I always say the same people over and over, but that's because I'm such big big fans of them. Um, like Tyler Hubbard and Brad Kelly of, of Florida Georgia Line. That'd be awesome. Big fans of them. Uh, probably something that has to do with an upbeat party country song, something fun, because that kind of seems like what they're best at. And we like to write about that too. So feel good energy, get the crowd going. It'd probably yeah. be mine. For me, it'd probably be uh, Ryan Tedder from One Republic. Um, his producing, his writing is incredible. The dude's a genius. Um, and I, the topic, I don't know. We would just have to see where it went. Just you know? whatever it goes. <laughs> yeah, the, the vibes that we come up with. With him, you're, you're almost guaranteed a hit. So <laughs> um, definitely Ryan Tedder for sure. He's a big, uh, big influence on myself. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, I think um, kind of this last year has put a lot of things in perspective a little bit for me, and we could we could write with a bunch of different people and stuff like that. I think uh, our our grandfather, who was probably our closest person, passed away in, in January, so he was like he was a huge Metallica like ACDC like <laughs> oh wow loved loved to just dance and be be crazy for for an eighty five year old guy so. But he was always that way since we knew him. So maybe just collaborating some some way, some you know, in, in some manner, you know, with that that rock genre, which would kind of be a little bit out of our element. But you know, writing something in, be in cool, the scheme of, of, of what he would really like would be pretty yeah, bad. So for sure, um, maybe more on that level. I love that. <clears throat> so this past February made the five year anniversary that we asked Kelsey Ballerini where she wanted to be in five years, and I always like to tell this story before I ask the artist that same question, because I want them to kind of think about the answer because the answer she gave us five years ago is almost the T of what she's living right now. I mean, she had that vision. She knew where she was going. She knew what she wanted and she went after it apparently because she is where she wanted. (laughs) So knowing that, where do y'all want to be in five years? Uh, For myself, um, I would like to to have a family living out in a close to Nashville on the outskirts of Nashville and, you know, be under a label, hopefully have, you know, two full length albums under our belt as holiday Mm -hmm. state. Um, and just, you know, touring the world and, and, you know, seeing different places and meeting new people and just doing what I love. So, um, pretty simple for me, I guess. Yeah, I would just say the same thing as far as just being able to tour, doing what we love, um, just being able to basically live in the studio and constantly writing and recording new songs and hopefully get hopefully get some number ones out there would be nice. Um, that'd be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, just for me, just touring and doing just doing shows all over and, and seeing the country. Um, haven't been to too many too many states, so seeing the different states would be cool. Um, even maybe getting out of the, out of the country would be pretty cool. As I've I've never been out of the country. Overseas so. would be dope. Yeah, 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 it would. 
Yeah, I mean, it's I can triple down on that easy because um, we're all on the same page with it. But, you know, at the same time, it's a lot of it's luck, a lot of it's timing, but a lot of it you have to set yourself up for it um, to put yourself yeah. in those spots. So, you know, so. notice the ones that do get lucky, they work their guts out before yeah, that sure. gets right. Yeah, so it's, a, sure. it's, like, it's like a double-edged sword. Yeah, of course. You, you might want, you know, you know, like um, I remember, I think it was um, I can't remember who it was. It might have been Mark Cuban was asked, um, could um, if he had to start over, would he get to where he's at now? And whoever it was said he would never get to where yeah. he's at now. He says I would become a millionaire, but he said I'd never become a billionaire because what I did, yeah, I, although I worked hard, the timing of what right. I did. Was mm-hmm. for that time. So right, now that would not work. And I think with right. artists, same way. You know, you work. You want that big break. You want that all of a sudden where where you push that boulder up the 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 hill and you're pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and you finally yeah. push it over. But you got to push, and yeah, that's the yeah. hardest part is right. pushing when you're not seeing the results. Exactly. For sure. Keep going. It is about you gotta, timing, totally. Yeah, you gotta you gotta set yourself up for that, and, and be ready for when that that timing's right in front of you. Um, so you're so you're ready to go. I mean, there's been so many times I've been at CMA Fest or different shows, and the artists will be on the stage, and like two years ago, I was sitting up in the in in the crowd, you know, in the stadium here. Like, <laughs> never in a million years did I think I'd be here. So, yes, they worked hard. Yes, they put themselves in the right spot for it. Um, mm. So if you're you know wishing on the stars, it'd be bad to be performing on main state at CMA Fest because, you know, they were probably sitting in the same shoes years ago saying the exact same thing. So there's no reason why it can't happen. It's a matter of, you know, being a little bit lucky and setting yourself up for it. Yeah, yeah. just being, being prepared when the opportunity you know, presents itself. So. That's the big one right there, being prepared when the opportunity – because opportunity is going to come, but if you're not prepared to capitalize, mm-hmm. you're going to lose it. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so um, let's say that y'all become a success on a grand scale, say 10, 20 years down the road, y'all are a success, whatever that looks like, you're there. Um, if the people you are today could meet your future successful self, what would you remind them? Hmm. To not forget your roots. Uh, a lot of times it seems like when when people grow, people get bigger, their egos get bigger. They start losing, uh, not, not so humble anymore. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that are trying to, you know, fight for the same stuff and, and, uh, achieve the same goals. So if people reach out to us down the road and ask for advice or, you know, you know, little things here and there, it's going to be able to get back in that way. There's, there's been plenty of artists that we've reached out to that, you know, as, as they've gotten bigger, you never hear from them, which, you know, I know they get busy and stuff like that. So it's easier said. But I think if you could always uh, give that advice for the, for the next uh, generation coming up, I think uh, it speaks volumes to your character of not just you having the success, but trying to, uh, you know, propel other people's uh, success yeah. too, whether it's starting a label or whether wh- whatever you're doing. Um, I think it could uh, be a snowball effect with, with people below you. So. Yep. or around you in a sense. Yeah, I was going to say to just stay humble and don't get lost in <laughs> in everything that's happening for you now because a lot of people do seem to to get lost over time when big things are starting to happen. 
And when the money starts coming in and getting all that fame and everything, like we see, you know, you see people on like TMZ and they're pushing cameras away and, and all that stuff. And I'm pretty sure it gets annoying, you know, sometimes, but it's kind of one of those things you got to remember that mm-hmm. the camera didn't want you, the camera didn't care about you before, you know, all this stuff. So this is kind of what you put yourself into. So get used to it and, you know, that's going to be around. And if you don't want that around, then, then stay more of a homebody, I guess, and don't go out as much or something, you know, if you don't want that um, all over you and the people all over you and stuff. But uh, yeah, kind of just, just stay humble and, and, you know, we reach out to people and stuff sometimes and, you know, they read our messages and stuff and they've talked to us before, but now that they're getting bigger and bigger, they don't, they don't respond to us and, and things like that. So just got to kind of always remember to, you know, where we were back in the day and kind of yeah. just that, keep that moving on and remember to respond to people and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, I would say just, you know, focus on what I'm currently doing in my zone, not to worry about what he's doing mm-hmm. or she's doing. It's not like a battle or a race against them. Um, Cause sometimes you, you'll see people and they're like, Oh, they got this and they got that and they're blowing up. And, um, but a reminder to myself is I would, I would say just, Focus on you, do you, and everything's going to be okay. It's, it's not a race against them. Just make the music that you love and create what you want to create. And, mm-hmm. you know, good things will come from that. So, And that's like even with our show, you know, even though we've got like Lee Bryce coming on, that came on today and Colin Ray yeah. coming on tomorrow, um, we still are a rising star show. You know, mm-hmm. no, you know, it doesn't matter if we have Blake Shelton come on eventually and carry it yeah. all of them. Right. The majority of our show will still be the people that's trying to make it because that's our bread and butter. That's what turns us on. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I'm not going to turn down the big ones. I want the big ones to come on, too. Yeah. Because, right. And then it gives our show more credibility, but also it helps y'all out because then their fans can become your fans. Exactly. Sure. Definitely. <clears throat> so... Let's say that you had a friend of yours and you heard him or her sing and they've got something special. Um, as Simon Cowell would say, they, they, they have that it factor. They've, but they've played maybe 40 or 50 shows and they're still getting their feet wet when it comes to the performance side. But they've gotten on stage and they got what every artist says, that stage bug where they look over the crowd, crowds roaring for them. And they know they're in the right place. And they come to y'all and they say, I know I'm supposed to do this with the rest of my life. What advice would you give that specific person to kind of guide them the next couple of years? I would say that, you know, just get on stage and own it. Don't hold back because if you hold back, you're going to sound worse. You know, <laughs> you know, don't don't be afraid to get out there and be yourself and put yourself out there and, you know, doing what you love. Like if this is what you want to do go out there and show the people that you can, you know, give them a good time. And um, I would just say, you know, let's just keep going and doing your thing. Like if you really want to do this, why not keep going and trying to do it? Because that's that's something that you're passionate about. That's something that you love. Um, And don't be scared of the people out there. They're, They're friendly. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you, you're all, 
you're always you're always gonna have critics everywhere everywhere you go whatever you do whether it's this industry or whatever industry you're in so um so just get out get on stage and, and just perform just be you just enjoy it a lot of times they can feel the energy right back if, if you're giving it to them most people there watching a the show respect music res- respect the courage that it takes to even get up on stage i don't know how many people i've talked to said man i don't know how you guys even get up there and do it i would freeze there's no way i can get up and even talk in front of five people let alone perform <laughs> in front of thousands so I think to that level, people people respect what you're doing. Um, you know, you're always gonna have your naysayers and some haters in the crowd of, you know, you know, a, a big group. But at the end of the day, it's, yeah. it's not about them. You know, you get that everywhere you go. You you put on a good show. You enjoy doing what you're doing, and really, that's all that matters. You get you gave them a good feeling, so um, not to worry about that. Kind of stay in your lane and just enjoy what you're doing. The rest kind of falls into place. Yeah, you just gotta kind of ignore ignore the haters out there because they're always gonna be there. But there's always more people that show you love than hate, so yeah, um, you gotta just remember that, and uh, you know, just be yourself when you're out there and enjoy the moment. Yeah, those are, most of the most of the people most of the people out there um, at shows and the crowd, most of them can't do what the performers are doing on stage in the first place. Uh-huh. So you kind of just uh, just do your thing and give it your all and don't give up. And like Brett was saying earlier, you know, is if there's ten people in the crowd or ten thousand people in the crowd, you just got to do your thing and and you know perform how you would always perform no matter what and just give it your all because most people out there can't do what you're doing. So, yep, that's just like with us with our show. You know, whether we have Lee Bryce on like we had today, or we have an artist that's just getting started that maybe has two hundred fans. We have um, on Facebook, we've treated them exact same. It doesn't matter. When they come on, the attention's on them. Right, the focus is on them. Because, again, it's about the person on the other end of this uh, of this show. Because, again, they want to get to where Lee Bryce is. So we right, want to yeah. help. We want to know that, okay, we played a small piece of that. So and getting them there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So as we come to a close here, um, tell everybody how they can reach out to all of y'all. Uh, my phone number is nine four nine. Yeah, right. Be blown up. You can uh, you can hit us up on our Instagram at Holiday State. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to chat with you. Um, you can hit us up on our Twitter at Holiday State One, and on Facebook dot com slash holiday state um all that information is on our website yeah you can get to all that through our website which is at www.holidaystate.com um and all that info is there um but yeah we definitely love to uh to hear from you and chat with you guys and um appreciate all the support Hello. Oh, aloha. <laughs> Thought we'd pop in here at the last meeting. How's it going? How are you? I'm going good. <laughs> this is Caitlin. <clears throat> Say hi. Hi there. Yeah, because we are definitely a family affairs show. Because again, yeah. you know, when we That's launched cool. this show, the goal was to be a family show, no matter what, you know that we do. And who knows? We could be making connections for her one day. We don't know. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, got a whole family, we got a whole family show going on here. You guys, and then we got the three of us on family too, so. <laughs> Right. It works. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, 
you know, we really enjoyed having y'all on today. And we yes. definitely look forward to y'all coming back down the road. Cool, man. Of course. Yeah, Thanks for having us. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you very much. And congrats on your guys' success and, and continuing to go forward. So we're excited for you guys, too. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, we, we definitely.